Hello and welcome to another episode of Media MD, where each fortnight we prescribe each other a piece of media that the other person has somehow missed. I am Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And before we jump in, I just want to quickly say, uh, in our previous episode I did say that this episode would be about Worm, but this is our special Christmas episode, so just yes. stay tuned and next episode will be about Worm. Yeah, um, not, this was not recorded last minute. <laughs> no, don't don't believe that at all. Okay, so if we're not talking about Worm, Elliot, what are we talking about? Yes, uh, so instead uh, I am bringing you a Christmas uh, special, uh, Robbie the Reindeer. Yes, so I guess I'll just sort of quickly introduce Just it. jump into it, because I'm, yeah. I'm not even going to try with that. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a, it's a claymation, like stop motion, 45-minute, um, I guess you'd say movie, I don't know, short, mm, short somewhere in the middle. Movie, yeah. um, and so it was made, you know how like, you know how in the UK they are, they do those things like, like Doctor Who will have like a Christmas special, like a lot of their shows, they do like Christmas specials for charity. Yeah. Um, so this was sort of built as one of those, um, back in like, go in 1999 or something. But was, is it for an existing show? No, or? no. So it was just, it was just part of that same sort of charity just program. Just a Christmas special kind but of thing? But it was, it was an original thing. And so it, it wasn't done by the company that does like Wallace and Gromit and, um. Ardman Animation. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and uh, so they did Chicken Run and stuff as well. It wasn't mm. done by them, but it was done by people who work for them. Um, oh, okay. So it wasn't so like, an official company product, but it was done right. by the team. Like, so the director and the stuff. animation or something. Yeah, and, and the director and stuff were all from um, Ardman Animation. Oh, so, I see. So they all just worked on it, but they didn't attach the Ardman yes. brand to it. So it's not officially uh, done by them, but it's spiritually done by them. Cool. So um, is it the same claymation yes. style as well? Yeah, as and I think if you get into it, you'll sort of immediately see it's it's a slightly different style, um, mm. but it, it it's the same really. Um, just <laughs> like sort of, similar humor and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so lots of clay clay based humor. Um, sort of thing. <laughs> Great. My uh, favorite genre of comedy is clay based. <laughs> yeah. So so I mean, there's actually so there's three of these. They they end up making three Robbie the Reindeers, uh, and I'm only recommending that you watch the first one, which is called Hooves of Fire. Okay. Um, just because even as a kid, um, I watched the second one. So I, I found the first one of these when I was like eight years old, and mm. loved it. And then when I was about ten, the second one came out, and I remember I was at my grandparents' place for Christmas, and the whole family was there, and I just like I knew it was airing on ABC for the first yeah. time ever at 6.30. So I just left the party and went down into the basement where the TV was at my grandparents' place uh, and just watched it by myself. And even as a 10-year-old with the lowest of standards for entertainment, even I knew it was terrible. It ruined Christmas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was made by the Grinch. Um, I mean, like, because, cause, you know, like, there's things like, uh, you know, the, the movie A Land Before Time. Yeah. Uh, like, that's a great movie. Uh, but there's also yeah. a bunch of there's also a bunch of sequels that are only enjoyable as a kid. Like I liked yeah. them when I was a kid, but now watching them is is torture. Okay. Uh, so speaking of things that you liked as a kid, have you seen this since you were eight? Yes, I I did rewatch it a few years ago. Um, and uh, I did still enjoy it, but it'll be interesting to see if maybe that was through nostalgia goggles. Okay. And, <laughs> so, uh, so this is a, this is also a bit of an experiment, I guess. It's uh, a cautious recommendation. Um, no, I would recommend it because it's one of those things with, 
uh, I'd almost compare it to, you know, something like Shrek, where there's, mm. there's that adult layer of humor mixed in with stuff that kids can enjoy. Okay, and I guess that's kind of typical to the Ardman animation style. Exactly. Um, so I think there was a lot that was probably going over my head when I was watching it when I was eight, which I got to enjoy sort of for the first time when I rewatched it about two years ago. Okay, um, so enough backstory of both of you and of Ardman Robbie animation the reindeer. and Robbie the Reindeer. Um, so Robbie the Reindeer, I, I assume he saves Christmas one way or another? Um, Is he a reindeer? Not, Is it, it... not really. So yes, he is a reindeer. He's... He's basically the son of Rudolph the reindeer, although the name okay. Rudolph is actually never said in the special, uh, be for a copyright reason. So mm. it's it's only really implied that he's Rudolph's son. But uh, right, right. Anyway, so that's but sort of a, everyone kind of knows. Yeah, it, but it's a recurring joke in the in the special, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, okay. Because they can never say the word Rudolph. Um, yes, yeah, so essentially Rudolph, you know, got really famous when he saved Christmas with his yeah. um, big red nose. Yeah, and he's on so Christmas quarterly. Exactly, and he managed to retire to to the tropics, um, but he's decided that his son Robbie is just sort of this fat, lazy, spoiled kid. So he sends him up to the North Pole and tells him like to train to to join Santa's sleigh team. So it's, right. it's really the story about Robbie trying to get his father's approval. Okay. Um, and yeah, I mean that's really that's really all I want to say before you go into it. But uh, can yeah, I just ask? They didn't. They couldn't use the name Rudolph. Do they have like, I don't know, Donna and Blitzen and whatever yes, as characters? Yeah. So so when he gets up there, um, you know, yeah, all those people. So Blitzen is like the head of the sleigh team, and right. uh, there's like Donna and Vixen and and Prancer, Comet, and, yeah. whatever they're called. Uh, and so most Nixon. of them are other sort of main characters, and then S- Santa's obviously a character. There's some elves. So does it take place at Christmas? Uh, it's like the lead up to Christmas. So basically he has until like just before Christmas to qualify to be for a the proper sleigh reindeer. team. Okay. Okay, cool. So he's kind of like training his body to, to do this. Yeah. And so he has a nose that has a gimmick, just like his dad. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you what it is. I'll, I'll let you see for yourself. It's going to be something stupid, right? Yeah. It's, like it's, his, it's... his nose farts or something. <laughs> uh, it's, Maybe not that it, No, stupid. it's... it's it's useful, but it's also ridiculous, which is, you know, a good combination. <laughs> a good combination for a, a Christmas movie. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah, I guess one one thing, I know you said that we'll go away from the backstory of it, but I just want, do want to bring up one thing, because uh, I didn't realize this until I was doing a bit of prep for this recording session. Um, there was actually a US dub. Oh. Um, so... I've only ever seen the British one with the, like, you know, the proper British voices. Yeah. Uh, but I just found out if you go to sort of find it online or, or something, you may run into the CBS version, which has, like, some actual names in it. Like, I think, like, it's, like, Ben Stiller and stuff. Oh, wow. Um, so, it, it you know, it's not, you know, it's not like it was completely pointless but um mm. you know the original was also like robbie williams ricky gervais david attenborough oh okay uh so i would say avoid uh avoid the, the, US, the US one i haven't seen okay. it so i i you know i can't tell you for sure that <laughs> so it's terrible really but, um but you know it's like the the purest it, in me is this is this story kind of inherently does it feel kind of britishy um i wouldn't i wouldn't say so 
but it's just I picture all the British accents when I picture this thing in my head, and it just feels right. like it's part part of it. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, so if I watch the US version, you think I'm not getting the pure experience? Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. It's like I don't know. It's probably like people. It's like the US in between us versus the UK in between us, right? But that wasn't a pure dub. <laughs> that was like. They it may as well. It may as well. They recast everyone <laughs> to make them sad. Um, I've actually sorry. I've just pulled up the list here, and so it was yeah. Uh, people, the people replacing David Attenborough, and Ricky Gervais, and Robbie Williams are people like Ben Stiller, Hugh Grant, uh, and Britney. Wait, Hugh Grant Britney is Spears. British. Yeah, yeah Britney but Spears. he's in the American dub, and then Britney Spears is in it. Uh, James huh. Belushi. So, okay. I, I just I, I so there is that. pedigree to it, and Britney Spears, but you wouldn't. <laughs> You uh, yeah all right fair enough I guess I'll stick to the British version. Uh, I also don't understand why a dub would have been necessary at all, uh, except to hide the accents. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, American audiences won't watch British accents in an animated film. It makes no sense. Well, I guess the the Brits are always the bad guy in Hollywood films, so maybe they thought little kids would get confused because every, <laughs> everyone was evil. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, well, yeah, I'll check it out, and it'll be back in time for Christmas. And we are back two weeks later. So, (sighs) Robbie the Reindeer, let's talk about it, huh? I guess we should. (laughs) Um, But before we do talk about it, I'm just going to give a plot summary. Um, And that'll probably betray one of the things I want to talk about with it, but let's just see how it goes. So this is about a 45-minute animated feature, right? Mm-hmm. And so it starts off with Robbie coming to the North Pole, and he comes into the to the room where all the sleigh team is, all the reindeer. He's like, hey, guys. And then they're like, hey. And then they train for a bit, and then he Santa unveils a new sleigh, and then Robbie's kicked off the team, and then he goes and does some other thing for a while, and then he works in an elf factory for a while, and then he goes and trains for a bit. And this is kind of, hopefully you can tell from my tone of voice, one of the problems I have with this movie. It's very, or maybe not even a problem, I don't know how to describe it, but the plot of this movie is very, very eclectic and rushed for a half-hour film thing. So you mean, like, they tried to cram too much into the 45 minutes? Well... Or just, there were just too too many pieces? I don't even know if... I don't even know if I would say that it's a fault of the film. It's just, it was just weird when I was listening to it. I mean, in in some ways I'd say it's a benefit because if I imagine that I was a child watching this, it would be much easier for it to hold my attention if it's kind of, you know, going from one thing to the next all the time. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things about this movie. It just kind of goes from one thing to the next very, very, very quickly. Which is, I don't know. I don't know if I can call it a positive or a negative. I mean, it doesn't really detract from my experience watching it. It's just strange to think that it kind of... It doesn't spend more than like two or three minutes on any one plot point. It's just kind of, (laughs) bam, do this, bam, go to the next one, bam, next one, right? Yeah. And I guess guess it does make it feel rushed in some ways. So the aim of the, the, the... the plot of the story revolves around Robbie training to become a reindeer and then kind of being a fat, lazy slob... Um, and so he gets kicked off the team, and then the way he has to prove himself is by training to win this uh, this reindeer games thing, which is kind of like you know a a deck a ten event you know Olympic kind of thing. And if he wins the steeplechase, jumping over the roofs of the houses and shit, then he's proven himself enough, and he can join the sleigh team again, right? Yep. And so it's kind of like 
he he goes around and the first 10 minutes is just weird miscellaneous scenes of him interacting with reindeer and then him um slobbing out while they're training and then it kind of injects the plot in about 10 or 15 minutes through the movie and then it kind of really speeds up a lot it's it's very strange yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to remember when I viewed it. Like, I, I guess that's something I'm. I just haven't noticed because, you know, I first watched it as a kid and probably wasn't yeah. wasn't thinking in that sort of way. And now I just, when I watch it, I just sort of accept it as it is because that's what I'm expecting. Yeah, fair enough. I guess. And I mean, as a kid, I reckon it would it would actually make you more engaged because kids are have terrible attention spans <laughs> and since i have a low attention span like a child i uh, it helped me stay engaged <laughs> so I, I guess it was a good thing i mean there's one scene which really exemplifies the kind of eclectic nature of this movie which is they're doing the training robbie the main character and the character called old jingle who's like his mentor his crazy mentor yeah and they do their training montage and eventually he gets good enough um and they start having this celebration on this like you know, ice, ice sheet or whatever out, out on this frozen oh, lake yeah, yeah. and they're <laughs> celebrating and then the ice kind of cracks and this whale comes up and they're still celebrating and none of the characters notice and the whale just kind of goes back down and it's not even really a joke <laughs> or anything. There's just this random whale that comes up and then goes back down. And as I was watching it, I was like, this really exemplifies how eclectic this movie is that this thing happens it's not even for a joke or anything. It just kind of happens and none of the characters even notice. And then, you know, it's over. And it was very strange. And you can imagine this is a claymation movie. So they had to painstakingly animate each single thing. So it wasn't just a random decision to do that. It, it obviously was carefully considered, but I have no idea why other than just to make the movie this weird misadventures, eclectic, low attention span kind of thing that it is. Well, and it was hilarious. What? But there's no joke there. The whale just comes up and then goes back down and no one notices. That's the joke. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, anyway, one more thing I want to touch on just quickly is that uh, Robbie is training to compete in these reindeer games, right? Mm. And it's called the Reindeer Games. Yeah? Yeah. So why isn't there a joke about how they wouldn't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games it's just it's a perfect <laughs> joke that they set up and they just didn't they didn't it never paid off I was waiting for it the whole time um but seriously I, I think this movie kind of is it's good I mean it's a good little Christmas special thing yeah um it's very strange it, it's very Ardman animation to be honest like if you like Wallace and Gromit and that kind of style, then you'll definitely like this for sure because it's it's basically just more of the same. Yeah, it's it's that same sort of weird, wacky sense of humor and just atmosphere that they put into all their work. Yeah, yeah, and it it has this nice kind of sense of humor, and it it it's it has jokes that are clearly not meant for children. Like there's a lot of weird sexual innuendos, and <laughs> and at one point the the kind of femme fatale reindeer vixen says to Blitzen my bed's really cold, won't you come warm it up? Or something like that. And, yeah. and Blitzen's like, oh, how can I refuse? And I'm like, that's that's not even really a joke. It's just kind of weird, <laughs> weird, weird stuff that shouldn't be in a children's movie. But I don't know, it works. I want to talk about one thing that you mentioned in the first part of this episode, which is Robbie's nose power. Yeah. Because I'm still kind of unclear. The movie is so quick that they don't really touch on anything for too long. So I'm still kind of unclear what his nose does. 
As best as I can tell, it has two abilities. One is that it can find things, and the other is that it's really bouncy. Is that right? Um, I mean, yeah, the bouncy part was never really defined. Yeah, but, yeah. I feel like the finding things was never really defined either, to be honest. No, nah, they have that thing where he finds he finds the places on the globe, and then he, he finds the yogurt. Um, yeah, but he never, it's never like my nose can find things. He just kind of does it once or twice. And then he, he mentions how Santa's looking for a navigator. So they, they've brought him in, but it's, it's very, I don't know. It's very rushed. Just like, just like the rest of the movie, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd never, I'd never really thought of it. Uh, yeah, I guess I just assumed, yeah, his nose was just a navigation tool, but I mean, cause he wants to bounce on it, but. It was never really implied yeah. that that was a unique property of his nose. Yeah, it kind of is implied that all reindeers can just bounce <laughs> along on their nose, right? Yeah. Okay, so we should elaborate on this a bit more. One of the kind of things that old Jingle, his old mentor, teaches him is this thing called the nose jump, right? Which is where he jumps onto his nose and then bounces off of it. And it's honestly, it's one of the worst special powers that I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so useless and it's, it's, he doesn't seem to jump higher or further or quicker than when he's just running or jumping normally. It's very strange, but it's, it's kind of treated as this mighty magical thing. Bizarre. Well, and it wins him the steeplechase in the end. Yeah. It wins him the steeplechase because he jumps over, <laughs> he jumps over a roof that Blitzen, who is the villain, is holding up. Yeah. Whereas he could kind of just jump over it. I feel like he could probably just jump over it anyway. I mean, he, he runs in the, in the film, he's running along and Blitzen holds it up and he just runs into it. And he, he never really even tries to jump over it normally. So I feel like they kind of just needed this nose jump thing to have a purpose, but it, it kind of didn't. It was very strange. <laughs> anyway, um, there are some good, there are a lot of good jokes in this movie for sure. And it, it if it's, like, if you like Wallace and Gromit, and especially if you're a young child, I'm sure you'll like this. I mean, I enjoyed it just as a one-time viewing, but I don't think it's... I don't think it would reach the kind of cult status that you hold it in, just for me, just from watching it as a 22-year-old, you know? Yeah, okay. One other thing I want to touch on is that I did, in the in the process of doing a lot of research to make sure that I had that I can fairly consider Robbie the Reindeer, I did watch the a little bit of the American version as well. Oh, yeah. And it's very strange. So in the first part of this episode, we did touch on that. That we we kind of joked that the reason was because American people would think that um, since they have British voices as villains, they would think every character is a villain, right? Yeah. But we we said that as a joke, but I kind of think that is the reason. And my evidence is that they get Hugh Grant to voice Blitzen, oh, right? Really? Who is the villain? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, the the one character that they keep a British voice with is the villain and all the other ones changed to American accents. So I kind of think that <laughs> that's why they did it. And it, it's really weird. Hugh Grant, when I was watching the American version, I, I didn't even realize that it was Hugh Grant or that it was a different voice. I thought they had just kept the original dub because Hugh Grant <laughs> basically tries to imitate the original, the original inflection on every single line. It's very strange. It's just like, he just tries to copy um, Steve Coogan who does the original voice. He just tries to copy how he does it. It's very weird. So it really was just a pointless exercise, redubbing it. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like there was no reason to do it. Yeah. Oh, also, I watched the second one. Oh, to, you did. To... 
Um, in the same in the same interest of making sure I had done all my research, I watched Robbie the Reindeer: Legend of the Lost Tribe, which is the name of the second one. See, I because I I don't think I've seen it since I watched it that one time when I was like ten. But there's like there's like Vikings or something, and yeah, and so Bl- Blitzen's in a prison, and it's summer for some reason. It was very confusing. <laughs> so the plot of that one is that um, now that now that the reindeer aren't working during Christmas, it's set in the summer, they need something else to do. So they set up a, uh, a, a tourism business to bring travelers to the North pole, but it fails. And then Blitzen was locked up for his shenanigans in the first movie and he escapes and he promises them that he can teach them how to revamp their business. Um, but he ends up just tricking them and locking them up and then turning them into animatronic robots for his idea for a business, which is called reindeer world. And so they're kind of, it's kind of like Disneyland esque, animatronics but they're all reindeers right yeah and so robbie has to go and recruit this team of vikings to help him save the day and when i'm saying it like that i'm realizing that the plot sounds really stupid (laughs) but as i was watching it it didn't seem any more or less kind of nonsensical than the original i don't know i don't know why he didn't like the second one as much as the first one It, it felt very much like more of the same to me I remember not not laughing as much. Like I remember when I like I I used to watch and rewatch Robbie the Reindeer as a kid, with the first yeah. one, Poops of Fire, and I would yeah. just I was just laughing every time. And when I watched The Lost Tribe, I just remember not mm-hmm. finding it as funny. Legend of the Lost Tribe. Uh, yeah. So, please get it right. <laughs> this is a serious show we're running here about this thirty minute animated British Christmas special. Um, yeah, I can see that, but. To be honest, I if I were you, I would just chalk that down to watching it when you were eight versus watching it when you were ten for the first time. I mean, I so, really didn't feel so like there was anything different. That's a narrow window then that you got to get kids into Robbie the Reindeer, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I feel like the second one has more star power because you mentioned in the first part that um, that Ricky Gervais and David Attenborough are in it. They're not actually in the original Robbie the Reindeer. They're oh. in the second one. They're in Legend of the Lost Tribe. Okay. Ricky Gervais voices a weird penguin and, and David Attenborough voices, well, he does himself. He does kind of the narration over the the reindeer world ride. He's just narrating like, you know, here we can see reindeer, whatever, whatever. Okay. Um, that was my David Attenborough impression, pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I'd imagine that I didn't bother to watch the third one because I felt like it would just be, again, more of the same. But yeah, I feel like if you like the first one or if you have if you have a eight year old child, um, or younger, but not too much older, then showing them this kind of trilogy, I don't think they would they would care about the second one being not as good as the first one. Or I don't know about the third one, but I assume it's the same. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Maybe I should give the second one a chance again. Yeah, give it a try now. See, see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, so I guess my kind of final thoughts on it are, it's a bit rushed, but it kind of works to hold your attention span. It's good if you like Wallace and Gromit and that kind of thing. I don't know. If 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 you watch the trailer and you think, yeah, all right, I'd get something out of this, then you'd probably get something out of it. But um, it's not any more or less than you would expect. It's probably a pretty good Christmas special for children, but I don't know how much for adults. Fair enough. So giving it a number, I would say six and a half out of ten. All right. That's better than I was expecting. Yeah. All right. It, so it was a good, it was a positive experiment. Yes. So I'll, right. I'll publish it in Science Weekly next week. Is that a real journal? 
Uh, sounds real. Sci- yes, no, Science Weekly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they publish all that science every week. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, yeah, six and a half out of ten. It did pretty good. I would watch it on Christmas and probably no, no other time. <laughs> Alright, so that wraps up another Christmassy episode of Media MD. Not another Christmassy yeah, episode. Yeah, another one? <laughs> another episode which is Christmassy. Um, anyway, <laughs> we have a website which is Media MD Podcast. Dot com. Uh, we have a Twitter and a Facebook. To be honest, if you just kind of Google Media MD Podcast, I'm pretty sure we'll come up. I think we've got enough listeners that will come up at the top of Google now, hopefully. Well, we'll find out if we get any more listeners after this outro. Yeah, but yeah actually, this Christmas special is really going to bring in the numbers because <laughs> Robbie, I don't know, Robbie the Reindeer is, it's, it's, got, it's got that name draw, you know. Yeah, Everyone the cop- sees Robbie the Reindeer and comes, yeah. Cop follower. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, so next fortnight, we will be back to our regular schedule and we will be releasing our Worm episode. So make sure you tune in in two weeks for that. I will. All right. See you next time. See you then. Ho, 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 ho.